The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. And coming to you live on tape on this January 6th. 2024 as we have rung in the new year with the final week of NFL regular season games week 18 already taking place right now as it is Saturday night and one game has already concluded Chris did you tune in to see the festivities of Baltimore versus Pittsburgh as the Steelers went on victorious tonight to keep their playoff chances alive. Yeah, and and in the process, lost their best player. Yeah, that was that was brutal. So uh, T.J. Watt ended up going down late in the game. I think it was third quarter, if I remember correctly. And they are saying right now it is a sprained MCL. I would imagine with the sprained MCL, I don't think he would end up playing next week. If, he's going to play. Well, if they make the playoffs. Um, I don't know. Uh, he's, I, uh, I, he had two sacks. I, I mean, yeah, but I mean, a knee injury is a knee injury. I, 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 I'm not a doctor, right? And uh, you can go on Sports Doc, uh, at Sports Doc on X. Who is he? Something Choi? Something Chow? Oh, I love him. Yeah, who's a sports doc? Anyway, I'm sure he'll be posting exactly what he thinks. Which pro you, football doc. Pro football doc, yes. I think the guy's name last name is Chow, right? It's something like that, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. But uh, And he's usually on point. So if It's he, crazy. I don't even know how he does it. Well, because I think for the most part, these soft tissue injuries end up just having formulated multi-week scenarios. So if you can identify it accurately through the video, and sometimes you usually can, right? You know, I mean, an ACL and knee that goes backwards is, you know, blown up and et cetera, et cetera. But he just knows from years and years of seeing it and then probably being able to review the tape and understanding what it looks like. I mean, don't you sit at your computer sometimes and you're like, that's an ACL. That's not an ACL. It might be an MCL. Knee injuries are the ones that you can kind of pick it out. Achilles is now kind of easy, right? Because the Achilles will roll up in the calf if it's like a blown Achilles. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's still hard to see unless you have, like, DVR on your, your TV. Like, you still got to look back and see where it, it coils. For sure. But using X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it now, usually somebody has the time and effort into getting that done for you pretty quick. And then I'm so happy to see that you're all about Twitter now after we talked about it a couple weeks ago. No, I, I'm, I have always utilized Twitter. I just don't utilize Twitter all that frequently. I kind of tap into Twitter here and there to see hot button topics being discussed. I, end of a end of a week or end of a big game, just to see what everybody's talking about, see what everybody else's thoughts are. I don't like it to cloud my cloud my own thoughts. Do you know what I mean? 
I, I want to watch. I know. The games. I, I read. I read a couple of your posts. I, I saw Mister Politics over here. Oh well, I had to jump in on that because the Bill Ackman thing was one hundred percent on point, and I, just somebody that ultimately deals a little bit with the, the topic, uh, and that not being Harvard or any of that. It was just. It's things that you can see and know to be true, but nobody says them. So, but I ultimately take that stuff down because it's all just kind of fleeting. Not to mention, I you know who cares what I have to see. But at the time when it's poignant, you know I'll jump in. But most of the time, I do the same thing with all the any kind of football tweets. I ultimately go back and then just take out a lot because I don't know it. it it's not relevant years from now. Who cares, right? I mean, I, I just I just love that. It's it's a totally unfiltered stream social media. It's awesome. Like there's nothing that gets blocked. There's nothing that gets blocked, but it is to an extent exhausting because you are there's obviously the notables, right? Big name people, whoever they might be, whoever you might follow, that have a, a voice in the X sphere. And depending on if you follow sports, if you follow football, if you follow basketball, if you end up following politics, there are just a whole slew of people that everybody goes to. And then there's kind of like the secondary JV people who aren't that big but usually comment and you you go to their accounts and a lot of people follow them. So it's like they're kind of a noted commentator, a noted replier. And then there's just a sea of nobodies that just – chime in with all kinds of fucking shit. It is. It's a cesspool, though. Like, I mean, you might love it, but you got to agree. It's just garbaggio. I think it's the best social media platform. Uh, I I mean, uh, I don't know if there is a good social media platform. I think they all suck. I, I liked old school. No internet, no social media. Old school. But... I mean, that's just me. I, I just don't think that everybody deserves a voice. I, and I, I hate to say that. It sounds like such an asshole. But there's just not enough. I, there's a lot of comedy to be had, I think, regardless of, of the voice. But sometimes you just say that there are just people out there with really old, really terrible, really stupid, jaded mentalities that you just never thought would fucking be in existence in 2024. And then... I, you know, you're just kind of like, fuck, I don't want to know that these people exist. <laughs> these people fucking I, suck. Yeah. I mean, I get, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, but that's what, that's what it's become now is that the, it's, it has the ability to, without filter, share your thoughts. Like that's, that's what it is. I know. And, and I just think that some people's thoughts are just awful. And but I, you don't, but them. that's the best part about, that's the best part about social. You don't have to read them. No, I, I know. I understand. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I just I think that it would probably do the world good if not everybody had a voice the way that it used to be. Right. That's insanity. Well, I, I, I'm not saying censorship. Don't get me wrong here. I, I'm not talking about censorship. I'm talking about people used to have to work their way up whatever social structure or industry in order to have a platform and have a microphone. And my opinion, it could be wrong, you don't have to agree with it, but I think back in the day, a lot of the people that worked themselves to own, you know, 
those platforms were more worthy than people that didn't. Nowadays, it's just anybody and their goddamn brother. Uh, I, I know it's a weird take to have, but I, I just think there's just, there's just too many voices. You know, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, we're really going in the, in the fucking in the in the Twitter hole here uh, as we're talking about it. We're really going into into a just a black hole, to be honest. Um, but regardless, so anyway, um, the games today. Getting back to what took place, um, it was we were talking about pro football doc, and so check him out to see whatever the T.J. Watt injury might be. Uh, I don't know if he'll play next week, but if it's not that bad and it's just a little mild sprain, yeah, maybe he'll play. But they need some stuff to happen uh, tomorrow, actually. So for the Steelers to get in now, they need the Bills or the Jags to lose. So that that's what they need to happen. Obviously, the Bills are taking on the Dolphins on the road, but they are favorite. We'll get to that game later. It's one of the top two. And the Jags are taking on the Titans on the road. Titans are going to be going back to Tannehill. Um, and so, I, I don't know. I guess the Jags are probably the game that the Steelers are going to be watching more. But, I, I mean, the, the Bills game is the second game. It's the last game of, of the weekend, so they'll be watching that game too. But... I think if you're hoping to get in, you're hoping for the Jags to lose there on the road. Most likely scenario, yes. Right, yeah. Um, and so that game took place earlier today. Ravens weren't playing anybody. Uh, who was uh, It was Huntley uh, under center for them. And there was other people sitting. So uh, And the game was in the rain. It, it was a good game to watch, though. Deontay yeah, Johnson blowing up with that big toss. Where was he? I mean, he came and went, you know, during the year, but, you know, he looked like the Deontay Johnson three, of old. Three catches for 18 yards. That's what he had. Well, but but that bomb at the end was great. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, he had three catches for 18 yards. Right. So, uh, but anyway, so now the game taking place right now is Indianapolis versus Houston. This game being played in Indianapolis. Currently, as we're recording the podcast, it is seven to three Houston. Texans were favored in this game. Uh, we're not, you know, you want to give a pick, not, not to count it against ourselves, but I I, I, I took Pittsburgh. Oh, oh, that game, yeah, no, I was going to take Pittsburgh in that game as well. The Houston game, I take Houston in this game. Oh yeah, I took Houston. Houston was one of my best bets. Oh, uh, was oh, did you include it with your bets? No. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, yeah, it would have been a, it would have been up there. It probably would have been one of my uh, super super picks for the week. Stop! You're, you're but we'll see. around, and you can hear it on the podcast. And I, as everybody can, everybody can hear yes. the Eggy yes. South are are now going at it in their you know, secluded <laughs> podcast center there in uh, <sighs> in Florida. It's the fucking worst, dude. It's a really secluded recording studio. It's the fucking worst, bro. <laughs> if it comes to if it comes to her fucking shit, it's like you don't make a fucking noise. Walk around like a fucking fly like a fucking fairy. Don't step oh. on the goddamn ground. Oh, oh, you are a stupid asshole. That's exactly what he is. But the he second is. I get but the second I sit down to do it, it's let's do the dishes. Let's fucking let's make all hey, the possible noise we could possible make. <laughs> <laughs> She's I cleaning out you, her goddamn no cabinets, her bathroom cabinets. Like she hasn't and done that in, in twenty years. 
Give me a hell yeah. It's like, what the fuck, dude? So, well, it's not the first time I'll say. If you listen to the podcast, sometimes there's always dishwashing or, you know, something being made in the kitchen from time to time. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I have no, I just have nowhere to hide from everybody. Uh, well, hey, brother, dude, you got two kids. They're babies, uh, you know. And you got an open floor plan down there. So it is what it is. But um, anyway, so with with all of that now behind us, well, you, not behind you. You'll have to deal with that later when you get done with the podcast. Um, Don't care. The, uh, the Texans are up 7-3, like I said. And obviously the playoff implication for those two teams is that the winner is in and the loser is out. So um, without further, are you looking forward to the games this weekend? It's not yeah, that many good uh, ones. I wish, I wish, I, I semi wish fantasy like went into week eighteen somehow, some way. But uh, it's still, I, I'll still, I'll throw a couple bucks down and and bet. But I won't be nearly as interested as I was uh, last week. Yeah, well, I mean, you look what happened. If you try to do any kind of fantasy into week eighteen, look what happens. All these people are are, are sitting. You know, you would have Lamar yeah, Jackson exactly. up last week, get you into the finals, and then he's sitting this week. So, right. and remember, they started doing this shit two weeks, a couple. I mean, maybe what, like seven to ten years ago, they were sitting people in week sixteen and seventeen, which was yeah. screwing up week sixteen championships. And I, I think that we at one point considered taking an extra week away from the playoffs and we either did for a year or two or never did, but whatever. I mean, it just gets dicey. So week seven, the only change I'd like to see in fantasy would be to start the playoffs week 14, then week 15, and then do uh, a two week finale, 16, 17 to eliminate the bad beat because there's just too much, where one team does really good one week and they're really like they're really not that good of a team and they wind up cashing in you know a couple thousand bucks and it's like they didn't do they didn't deserve it right and you put in all this fucking effort all year for like, shit you're talking right. to either a, a best of two where it's somebody either goes two and oh or they go one and one and then it goes to points it goes to points right exactly Oh, I got it. Or, or just do two weeks and do it by points. Yeah, it, it, either or. I mean, if if a team goes two and zero, it, yeah, it's that's the same right. Thing. Yeah, it doesn't make. Does, sorry, I, I've fucking uh, again to me. You are a stupid asshole. That's exactly what he is. Are you fucking retarded? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Uh, what I said. Yes, you would just do points. Uh, points over two weeks is what it would work. Uh, God. Which 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 would eliminate the bad beat which eliminates the bad beat in the championship, which you spent 16 weeks building up to. And then it's like, okay, one week. And you never know what, what's going to happen in that one week. But- yeah. I, the one thing in fantasy that I've been, I, I wish they had done. And I know it'll never happen because it on the coding side, it's probably a real pain in the ass, but I, I, I know, I already know what you're going to say. What you're going to say that the substitute, I've thought about it for years. And, and what is that? The substitute where you where you can sub a player out if if yes if yeah yeah I know. like I, something predicated on on snap counts where if a player goes down for injury then correct it goes to the replacement player that's sitting on standby 
Right, because to I, to to their replacement, not to any player on your bench, but to their replacement. To the, uh, oh no, I never thought about that. Because who would their replacement be? Because if it's a wide receiver that goes down, then uh, their replacement would be. I, I mean, there might not be anybody, you know, or it might be somebody that just isn't going to get the ball at all anyway. It would have to be a designated player on your squad. You know, like one running back, one wide receiver, one quarterback that if X percentage of snaps aren't met in the game, then it defaults to the backup player. I, it's just, uh, I, do you know I've what I mean? About, I've thought about it numerous different ways, and I've landed on the fact that it would only be fair if you could replace him with whatever player was going to be in the same scenario that your player was in. So if, if there's a player available. Yeah, I, I like, don't like that because if it's a wide receiver and you have Chase and Chase goes down, Jefferson, whoever, insert number one here, and they go down in the first quarter after one series, you're going to want who? Like Addison's going to be held by somebody. So uh, is it going to be the person that goes in for Jefferson? Like, I I don't, it's just, uh, it's too arbitrary. It's just really hard to do it that way. And it doesn't really work. If if Jefferson goes out, then I just want my next best up wide receiver that I, I would designate that way to fill in. Because, I mean, yeah, some people complain because they'll say, well, that's bullshit because you never would have gotten those points had Jefferson not go out. But on the flip side, getting a zero for a player that goes down in the first series, it, it it's bullshit. Like it, it just well, you it could doesn't make any logic. You could uh, logical you sense. Could, I mean, you could you could you could make an algorithm out of it, and you could say, well, player A who went down will get credit for. 10% of the passing yards of that game or some shit, you know, something. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, it, it, it's the worst thing in fantasy to get the zero for reasons outside of your own stupidity, you know, starting somebody who's injured or starting somebody, you know, on a buy or you know, that, that's on you, but you start somebody in a, let's say in a, in a finals and well, you start somebody that gets a zero in the finals and they play the whole game. Well, that's on you. Who 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 did that to me? Fucking in twenty eleven. It was on the Eagles, right? It was like twenty sixteen or something like that. Yeah, it was Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, fucking what an asshole! That fucking guy. You'll get nothing and like him. Did he get a point? Or no, did he, he get zero. a zero? It was a zero, right? It was a goose egg. And you he was needed a, like you needed one point eight points or some shit like that. Yeah, and he got a he got a zero. He was their number one receiver. He was like the number four receiver in the league. Yeah, that cost me a championship. That's on that's on me. That's just that's bad beat, right? That that sucks. But if you're starting and Alshon Jeffrey goes out in on, on the first play of the game and you get the zero, you're sit there like, well, that sucks. Fuck, and you lose yeah. by like two points, and you're like, okay, I lost by two points. I actually won that game. You know, now sports operators, when they have prop bets and players go down, they turn around and refund the tickets, right? So there is a precedent set in the gambling universe where 
you know, bad beats like that get refunded. In fantasy, you're just SOL because nobody's devised a system that will compensate for somebody going out for injury. The only leagues that do that, you have it, it has to be on the commissioner, and the commissioner really needs to be involved. And everybody, <laughs> even the, even the commissioner that. emails, like on a, on a Google sheet, you edit it and and put your player in that you want to play. Yeah, I, so I, everybody in the league knows and everybody's aware. Yeah, and you can stop right there. I'm, I remember the days of USA Today and manually calculating fantasy football numbers. I'm not doing that shit again ever. <laughs> Nor is anybody. You know that's what the internet's for. They, they, there's just some somebody's got to come up with a system, and I don't know if they even care because you know who wants to do that? Who's motivated enough to create it? Some kind of fair replacement system. I, you know, it's just it's not going to happen. So, anyway, but uh, let, let's uh, fire away here because we're about uh, 20 minutes into the podcast as it is. So, we will go, uh, you know, I'll do the abbreviated stats again and then we'll go into our top games, rest of the slate, and then our gambling. And then we will call it a regular season and then take whatever money we got left and head into the playoffs. So, I think that is where we're going to go now. So, let's fire away. First down. Okay, so last week, our best bets were both Baltimore, and Baltimore came in for the victory. As for the Super Contest, Chris was 2-3, and three, I was 3-2. and two. Uh, Our gambling, which we will get to, I ended up hitting my teaser. I lost that Moneyline parlay that I jumped in on with Chris, and that was because Philadelphia fucking lost. Fucking Cardinals came through in the clutch and won that game. Uh, as for you, how'd you do with your bets, right? You, you got the Buffalo game lined up this week from last week. That's looking like a good bet. Uh, Dallas lost. And then I think Philadelphia and Minnesota got your other bets. Philly ruined my one bet. Minnesota ruined my other bet. Yeah, so... Uh, so that's how we did with our best Dallas. Best Super Con- Dallas should have fucking covered too. That that was ridiculous. Yeah, well they didn't. So uh, anyway, so that that put me I don't know fifty two fifty, uh, and you I don't know where that brought you down to. You were about seven thousand. Yeah, sixty two hundred. So sixty two hundred. So we got about but a two but two fifties live. Two fifties live. Right. Yeah. Well, two fifty. Oh yeah, two fifties live. Yeah, that's right. And that is the Buffalo. Uh, and you have about two thousand dollars in long season bets that are still live. I got a thousand. So uh, let's go to our two seventy two. Those are all the games against the spread. I was eleven and four. So kudos to me for. Uh, Coming through in the clutch, I didn't really turn that into any kind of financial reward, but I was solid with the picks. You were 9-6. and How would we weigh against everybody else? The Sharps were 4-9. They were not good. The tickets were under 500 at 7-8. And, and then the money was actually good. They were 11-4 and four too. Uh, the favorites versus the dogs, it went in. It went to the dogs last week. 8-7 to seven of those eight wins. Four dogs won outright. Over and unders, again, went to the unders, barely. Went to them 8-7, to seven, so one game better there. Uh, teases were all around the same. The overs and unders teased were both 9-6. and six. Uh, te- uh, Favorite teased were... Te- what are you doing, sir? Honestly. Sorry. Jesus H. Christ. Dr. Motherfucker! 
trying to feed the dog. See, yeah, of course. See, I just want to let you know that you fucking blasted your wife for making all this noise, and now it sounds like you're crinkling paper into the microphone. Anyway. It's um, it's, it's her. It's not yeah, me. Yeah, sure. Uh, teased down, uh, the favorites were 10 and 5, and teased up, the underdogs were 11 and 4. So... That is all she wrote, uh, and for the year, I, I still think Chris has got me with uh, the best bets in the Super Contest, and I think I have him on the uh, it's 272. So, uh, But it all comes down to the bankroll, and Chris is, is bigger than mine, and that's the only place it is. Not that I would know, though, because... Uh, ah, fuck it. Pause. Anyway, let's, uh, let's go into the best games of the week. There are two. And so we will check those out. Uh, before we do, we will run down the playoff games. Uh, well, you know what? I'll, I'll just talk about the playoff. Well, we, we talked about it already, but I'll go through those before I hit the two top games, and then we'll go to the slate. So uh, that whole rigmarole that I just threw at you right there made absolutely no sense. So I'm just going into second down. Fuck that shit. And it would sound a lot better if I actually uh, turned the pot up before I hit the sounder. I've done that, I can't tell you how many times this year. Fuck me. And did I do just do it again? Yeah, I did, because I hit the wrong pot. Jesus. Okay, third time, Rich, you X-Radio f- buffoon. Second down. Second down. Christ. So here we go. All right. So anyway, um, the games that matter this week, we already said the Steelers won. So either the Bills or Jags lose, Steelers are in. Houston, Indianapolis winner is in, losers out. If the Bucks win, they will win the NFC South. They're in. If the Jags win, they win the AFC South. They're in. If the Packers win, they're in. If the Cowboys win, they win the NFC East. And then if the Bills win, they win the AFC East. There are other implications. We'll touch on them during the games, but those are the biggies. So with all of that said, let's head out to the first game. And I think the first game we'll touch will be a four-clocker over in Green Bay at Lambeau Field, uh, where the Packers are currently three-point favorites over the Bears. So it's going to... The Packers' season will end with an NFC North battle, uh, an old-time rivalry. The Bears trying to play spoiler and ruin the Packers' uh, chances of getting into the playoffs. The Packers trying to ride the everybody-loves-Jordan-love bus as they head into Week 18. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. So here we are. Jordan Love, everybody wanted to exalt him earlier in the season, then he calmed down and everybody stopped talking about him, and then all of a sudden he started going off again, and people started stopped, started talking about him again, then they lost to the the Giants uh, on Monday night, and then everybody was like, ah, what the fuck happened there? And that was the first loss of the LaFleur era in December since he started coaching, and here we are now, the Packers have a chance to get in. They just need to get by the Bears. Like, you know, that wouldn't have been a, a thought a couple weeks ago, but the Bears have played pretty good. No? Uh oh. I think we're having problems with your phone there. Tell me if I'm wrong because I can no longer hear you. You can't hear me? Now I can. Now you are back. Oh, that's weird. Uh, so their defense is really good, and Justin Fields seems to be playing for his job. And I think that's really like they all they have. Go- I, this is a really tough game because yes, they want to play spoiler. Yes. Justin field wants his job. 
he doesn't want to lose his job or does he, and he just doesn't care and just will move on to the next gig when they take Caleb Williams. But to do to, to the GM and the head coach really want to risk losing the playoff spot they have? Like it's a weird scenario. Not playoff spot, uh, draft spot. Draft spot, yes. So do you ever read The Ringer? Uh, Bill a little Simmons bit. Yeah, a little website. bit. So he, they're currently, I guess their like lead NFL writer is this kid Ben Solak. I kid, I you know he's in his twenties. This guy Ben Solak, I won't call him a man yet. I, I don't know when you refer to somebody as a man, like mid thirties, forty, thirty two, thirty two. No. Man, yeah. I know a, a man. A man is probably right? a man is probably forty. Yeah, and a. An adult is typically what twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, I guess I I don't like I I hate to say it, but like I'm a man now. You know, two kids. I'm forty seven. Yes. I'm a fucking man. You're uh, a man. Yeah, you know, Peter Pan syndrome. I never want to grow up, but fucking I'm a man. Uh, so Ben Solak, like, I think he's twenty eight. So I'm just gonna call him a dude. So this dude, uh, Ben Solak, he wrote a really good article. I thought about. Chicago and their quarterback situation. Go read it if you have not. Um, but basically, the parts of it that I did agree with is, look, Fields is good in spots. I think you could do worse than Fields. I think he's improved since he first came in the league. Even at that, I, I don't like him enough to give him the second contract versus trading him for picks and then taking one of these other quarterbacks with a, a rookie deal, right? I mean, it, it, financially, that's the best way to build the roster. That's the best way. They need to get rid of him. Yeah. Like, you just ship him because, you know, they. I, if I'm the Bears, I don't want to give him a second contract. Now, granted, second contracts, by the time that they get to the end of the contract, they're actually a good deal. See, any quarterback that gets signed, you know, Mahomes, et cetera, when the, you, the quarterback signs a good deal at, at well, signs a gigantic deal at the end of the deal. It's not really that gigantic anymore. Um, but with Fields, I don't know. I just I wouldn't want to marry it. I wouldn't want to marry it for a second deal. Uh, not to say that I don't think you can win with him. I, it wouldn't be my first choice, but you probably could figure out something. I the thing about his game that I don't like is that a lot of his big play ability is done same as Lamar Jackson. It's like done on his on his legs or by the extension of a play, thereby letting receivers get open. Um, it, Jackson's way better, I think, as a quarterback than Fields, but yeah, there's some tangibility between the, their games. Anyway, so uh, Bears here. DVOA, Solak also referred to, I think he referred to DVOA, which I might actually subscribe to get that next year because I kind of miss it because I, I, did, I do like it as a stat. And I think the Bears over the past, I don't know, five games are like seven in the league. So they've been playing really well. That's really good. I didn't think they were that high. Yeah, so I read the article. I'm pretty sure you said that the overall, the DVOA, they're seven. So, uh, you know, Montez Sweat has been a phenomenal uh, trade. Yeah, he's been great, great for them. You know, so they've got a lot of things going for them. Uh, you know, the Packers are a little banged up. Uh, I think Dylan's out, but, you know, Dylan is is the backup. You know, I, I mean, that, that Aaron Jones is – just works better for that team. Watson, for now. For now. What Watson is banged up still. I don't, you know, I, I'm I'm 
kind of done with Christian Watson. I, I was really impressed with the way he came on late last year, and then this year he's just been fucking injury played constantly. They don't they don't even care about him anymore. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So because I mean he looks so good, and then all, all of a sudden it's just the injuries. Just injuries catch some guys, man. And, and after a while, you just kind of fade away because you're like, dude, if you can't play, what what are we gonna do with you? So, but Packers at home here, only getting the three points. You know, are they the better team? I, I think so. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're the better team for sure. So they're the better team. They only got to win by a field goal, and they're at home. And you have the Justin Fields factor, and he and he's on the road. So for that, I, I, I kind of think that the Packers might just ride off like seven-plus points in the win column here. They, you could probably jack this spread up a little bit and still cover it. I, I, it, I'm just convinced. If Chicago's you want to do gonna, an alt line, you're saying. Yeah, I think Chicago's probably going to pack it in after uh, after they go down. Like they're probably gonna Green Bay will probably get the lead going into the second half. Maybe it's 14 points, 10 points. And if things don't go their way, I could just see that team just, just fucking folding. Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, I'm on the Packers. It sounds like you are as well. They are ultimately going to be actually one of my super picks is, uh, to compliment uh, me picking them here. And the 45 and a half, I'll tell you, that that was one of the – we really don't talk about over-unders anymore. We tried it a couple of years ago. It just kind of like bogs down the, the, the program. Sometimes when there's stuff to be bet. Um, you know, I will throw it in there, but I will say 45 and a half. Don't, don't you think that's a little aggressive that that's saying that these, these offenses are really humming and they're going to partake. I, you know, I, I don't know, 40, that, that felt a little heavy for me. Yeah. I think they want you to, to bet the over and they're, they're, I'm sorry. They want you to bet the under and Vegas is smart, man. You know that, like the, the, that seems heavy to me too. For a reason, yeah. like I just from a the eye test of the year uh, on those two teams, yeah, that seems that seems a little much. Yeah, could very easily, especially with a defense of Chicago that's playing pretty well, playing in Lambo where it's probably freezing and might even be snowing. Like this, that that seems heavy, but you never fucking know, man. Like this, this we all know that. Like this, yeah. Could be points to me is that, tough. I, that, that's why I, I just stay away from over unders because I, I just think points is tough to to predict. You know, I mean, I, it's the, the worst bet. It's the worst bet. I, it's some like people, playing roulette. It's people, like playing roulette versus playing blackjack. I'll tell you what. Some people live off it, though, man. Some people they just got an eye for it. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't. I definitely don't. So that's why I stay away, but some people do. So um, the Packers are going to be both of our bets here for game one. And then we will fly out, fly down, let's say, to sunny Florida, to your homeland, where the Dolphins will be hosting the Bills in the final game of the year, Sunday Night Football. Dolphins currently are home dogs in this one. A little banged up. Waddle, questionable. Mostert, questionable. The Bills, not nearly as banged up. So the Bills are going to be favored by two and a half here on Sunday night. 48 and a half is the biggest point total of the week. And that is of this game. So, Bills two and a half. 
on the road. Couple of dolphins banged up. Tyree kills kids starting fires with lighters in his house. Rough week for dolphins. Looks kind of like the the ship has sailed on their monster run in 2023 season. Because at one point they looked so strong. And they just looked like it was the, the offenses that you would want in the modern era. Just Hill, you know, taking it to the house all the time. You know, Mostert and A-Chain, you know, just a, a, just a moment's notice could run for a gigantic touchdown. And now it's just kind of, I don't want to say falling apart, but it doesn't seem nearly as much of a fine-tuned machine as it once did. No. No, and the problem, their biggest problem is not necessarily their team, but their opponents. I think that they like they can beat up on some pretty bad teams, but when it comes to you know opponents that actually know how to play the game and are formidable, they they don't seem to stand up to the pressure nearly as much. Yeah, they continually struggled, and now you lost your best player on defense. You know, and Bradley Chubb that went down. Well, I mean, depending on your opinion, but. Uh, a great it's either him or defense. Wilkins. Yeah, you know, I mean, but whatever it is, Chubb goes down, and he was their premier pass rusher. Uh, non-contact injury, he's done, and, and so late in the year to, to battle one of those. Thankfully, it wasn't on the same knee that he injured before. It's on the other knee, so, you know, because you get two ACLs in the same knee, it's kind of, oh, shit, you know, what happens there? So, but they'll be without him for the rest of their run. And I just think even at home, it's just going to be tough. I, you were on the Bills before. A lot of other people were on the Bills before. As you watch them and if you rewatch them, you know, if you have a lot of time on your hands and you do the all 22 and you see the, what they're playing, even with the injuries that they suffered on defense, which I thought was just going to be, you know, a shot in the gut, they really have, you know, rallied here and look to be one of the top teams in the league at this point. Which they is, haven't lost. They haven't lost since they changed offensive coordinators. I mean, okay, sure, maybe that was it. Maybe they were just getting healthy and you know acclimating to you know the injuries on defense, whatever it might be. You know, maybe it was the coordinator. Who the hell knows? Um, I I think a coordinator change, and then all of a sudden, you know, seeing all this, you know, success. I I mean, is it really the the play calling? I don't know. I. Whatever. I, that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, sure. If it's something you can point to, and if you want evidence of, of it for an argument, there you go. So they now have taken off and look to be in charge. And at two and a half, uh, uh, this is my best bet of the week. <laughs> it's your best bet, too, right? Uh, my best? Yeah, of course it is. It's the bet I, I told you. I told you last week when they were getting points that you were taking this game. Yeah. I said, watch what's going to happen after this week. And it flipped four points. Yeah. Well, you you know, and we had that conversation last week about how, if you like the bills now, you probably should take them before everything flipped. Oh, what's the future? What do you mean? What's the future? Remember, we were talking about the future. What's going to happen to the future after... Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. So last week, uh, to revisit Podcast Past, 
Uh, we were talking about what was going to happen to the NFL Super Bowl futures. Uh, should the Bills win and then the Dolphins lose and the Dolphins lose kind of ugly, would the Bills move all the way up? Um, you know, I think we were, could they get, they'd probably go to three. Could they actually get two? Um, oh, and, plus 800. So let me just pull it up. Real quick here, as uh, futures here, and right now the Bills are still three. I mean, not are still, but they moved up to three. They did not surpass the Ravens. Uh, well, obviously because the Ravens looked great last week. Uh, so 49ers are still one. Ravens are two. 49ers are plus two twenty. Ravens are plus three hundred. Bills are plus eight hundred. Cowboys are plus eight fifty. That is a terrible bet right there. You want to take the fucking Cowboys at plus 850. Go waste the money. I mean, enough. If you look at any of this, you know. Eagles at plus 1100 is pretty damn good, man. (laughs) Eagles are shot. Eagles are They're not, dude. They are not shot. They have have just as much talent as anybody else. Everyone's forgetting they smoked the 49ers last year. I'll tell you, you know, the three future bets on the board that I would consider would be the Bills at plus 800, the Chiefs at plus 950, even though the Chiefs also look kind of shot, but Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. So Chiefs at plus 950, and I would say Rams at plus 6,000 because I know the Rams did not look great in New York last week, but they're just one of those teams. Can't you just see them? Just getting on a sure. rocket ship, you know. Williams, you know, on the ground, and then they he- they somehow found like the two fantasy MVPs in Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams. It's wild, right? Well, I mean, fantasy, but in reality, like actual football, these guys are playing their fucking tits off. Yeah, they're they're playing really they're playing really good for that, and yeah, and, and that's and a shame because that, that coach can take a tear. That coach he might he might retire after this year. No, he already said he was coming back. I read that I think this week or last. He, he already said it's he was. and it's so weird, dude. He's like five five years younger than me, something like that. Uh, whatever he was talking about retiring last year, and then they somehow He's got him to so come back, young. and I thought that was crazy for him to come back. Because and I think I made the remark on the podcast that I said, "Oh, I wonder how much fucking money he was handed under under the table to come back to do this for this year when you lost all these people." And then all of a sudden, it turns around and it's like, "Holy shit, the team's actually okay." They got rid of Jalen Ramsey. You know, I mean, they traded Cam Akers. You know, after he made the comeback last year, you're like, "What are they doing?" Uh, you know, and it was like, "No, they uh, they got a good team." So those do are, you, those do you, three did you ever watch, did you ever watch the office? I, of course I watched the office. I watched the office in real time. You used to team. Yeah, I know. That's how fucking old I am. I'm saying, but you've watched the whole thing. Yes. So do you remember when Kevin says, if anybody ever offers you 10,000 to one odds, you take it. Uh, I don't remember the episode, but I'm sure I saw oh, okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I, he bets on like, uh, Janet Jackson to win an Oscar or some shit. Okay. Um, but over 10,000 to one, you have the Colts, Bucks, Hawks. And that's not going to happen. So you have the Colts, the Bucks, the Packers, 
the Steelers, and the Saints. <laughs> no, no I, that's all wasted money. That's all wasted money. It's not even worth taking those bets. I think the Rams the Packers, plus. The Packers aren't bad. Nah, they ought to be on the road the entire time. And their offense just isn't, I mean, isn't dynamic enough. The Rams is. And the Rams defense, I, you know, has players on it. So I, I just think Rams at plus 6,000 is probably worth the investment. Because I could see them, you know, they could do kind of a Giants wild card run here. Right? And it's just like, wow. If the Texans win tonight, their, their shit will drop from from plus 6,000. That'll go down. Yeah. That kid's, that kid's really good, man. Yeah, I know. But when, when they start going up against the better teams, they go up against the Bills, Chiefs, or Ravens, they're losing those games. If Tank Dell was still playing, that this wouldn't even be a question. Man, people really loved Tank Dell. It's like kind of crazy. I still think Nico Collins is their one. I'm not saying Tank Dell's not. He here. is. Not no, here. but he was. He was just another weapon for them. Yeah, 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 for sure. But but you read what people are writing about Tank Dell. I think actually Colin Coward got called out because he was talking about you know how good the Texans were, and he referred to Tank Dell and Tank Dell's out for the year. And everyone was like, Colin Coward's a joke. But anyway, Colin so, Coward is a joke for sure. Yeah, I, know, I, I haven't listened to him in years, but ten for twelve, one hundred and fifty yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, Ooh. so I, Texans up fourteen three at this point. So we're both in on the Bills. How do you how do you think the Panthers are feeling about taking fucking Mister Four Foot Ten Bryce Young? Well, I, you know they have the new worst owner in football. He throws the drink on the the Jaguar fans, regardless of whatever the Jaguar fans were saying. But Tepper's a, a fucking asshole, uh, you know. And and again, you know, not every you know billionaire is meant to own a a football team, basketball team, a sports team. You know, th- there there is some skill involved in owning a, a sports franchise, and you can see it in the performance of some of these teams. There are good owners and there are shitty owners. So, and there's some owners that just you know time passes them by. I, I think. My team might be one of them, but uh, anyway. Uh, All right, so we're on the Bills. It's our best bet of the week, and that'll do it for the top two games. So let's run down the rest of the slate now. And God damn if I didn't do it yet a third time. I I, I cannot believe, you know, ex-radio guy here. Asshole. Third down. Anyway, first game is going to be the Bucks Panthers. Bucks on the road in Carolina. The Bucks are favored by four. Thirty-seven is the over and under. Bucks win and they're in. Who are you going to take here? Bucks. I'm on the Bucks as well. Um, you know, Panthers rough, rough season for them and the quarterback. You know, big gigantic question mark. And you know, but tomorrow will end the misery of of the 2023 season. That is for sure. Jags on the road, another road favorite against the Titans. Four and a half is the line here. 37 is the over-under. Who are you going to take, Jags, Titans? With Kirk back, I'm surprised the line is only four. You know, look, I, I like the Jags here, too. I'm taking the Jags. I mean, I'm taking from that comment, you're taking the Jags, right? Yeah. But, but yeah. Doesn't, isn't four and a half a little much to give to the Jags who, you know, I don't know, they've been a little shaky here second half of the season. Yeah, no, I we've said it from day one on this team. They're they're not nearly as good as their hype, but they definitely have enough talent to beat Tennessee. Tennessee's not good at all. Yeah, so we're both on the Jaguars there. Lions at home taking on the Vikings. The Vikings need a lot of help to get into the playoffs. Uh, you know, here, 
here's a spoiler alert. It's not happening. Lions, on the other hand, are locked in, could sit people, but I guess they're going to play their starters here. So three and a half is the spread. 46 is the over-under. Uh, I'll start this one off. I picked the Lions. Uh, you know, the Vikings were an okay story, but, I, you know, it's just too much has happened this year. It's over. The run has ended. Look for, forward to next year. For the Lions? No, for the Vikings. Didn't I say oh, Vikings? Oh, oh, oh. I thought you said Lions, and I was like, wait, what? No, no if, I did, I, if I did mistake, I, I meant to talk about the Vi- Vikings. I'm taking the Lions. The Vikings were a nice story, but it's the end of the line. and just Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm taking the Lions, too, for sure. The next game is going to be a game that could be a plan, could be for the NFC South, but it all depends on whether or not the Bucks lose. And that is going to be the Saints hosting the Falcons. Saints favored by three. 42-and-a-half is the over-under. Falcons may not have Tyler uh, Taylor Heineke, so they might have to go back, I guess, to Ritter, who, uh, you know, they're just ultimately going to get rid of him. Uh, they should have made a play last year to trade for Lamar Jackson because I think that team actually would be pretty good uh, with Lamar Jackson there under center. But Everybody's been talking about that. Yeah, well, because it was the one team that they were like, God damn, if they could just up themselves from Desmond Ritter, they do have, you know, they do have some talent here and there. And uh, they just didn't even make a play. That was that was what everybody was scratching their head about. So, uh, anyway, Saints favored by three. I'm going to take the Saints. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, next game is worthless. Uh, Bengals hosting the Browns. Browns are sitting people. Bengals favored by seven. 37 is the over-under. Who are you taking here? I, I don't really understand why they're sitting all these people. I mean, I'm taking Cincinnati. I don't I don't think Cincinnati's going to win by seven, but I, at the same time, I can't bet on who's even starting for them for quarterback. I don't know. I have not paid attention to this game. I do not care. It means nothing. I I ended up yeah. picking. I ended up picking the Browns because I just seven points. It's just too many points. I you know. I mean, I don't, it's, it depends on what's playing. It, you know. I mean, I guess Chase is going to play. I, I don't even know. I who cares? Seven. I just thought it was too many points. It is a lot of points. I, I mean, I'll take Cincinnati. Next game was going to be. I you know. I don't even think I put it. Did I put it in my? I did. I put it in my super picks. I was thinking about making it my bet of the week, my lock, uh, but I ended up going with the Bills. But Patriots hosting the Jets, possibly Bill Belichick's last game. Two and a half is the spread. 30 is the over-under. Is there any way that the Patriots don't win this game? And by, like, probably 10 points. Uh, I just... I don't know. I, I really? Oh man, Bill Belichick in his I, final game losing to the Jets at home. I mean, I that would be a fitting getting kicked your ass out the door moment for him. I just don't think I. I can't picture that happening. I mean, it I probably would be. It, it, this is their Super Bowl. I mean, if the Jets win this game, they might remember the entire season as shitty as it was. They might remember it just for this one win. I just think they're really going to – the Jets are going to try as hard as they can, for sure. Oh, so you're picking the Jets here? I, I am. I, I just – I love their defense. I, this this What's the over-under here? Th- 29! Well, yeah, it was 30. Now it's 29. Okay, yeah, check your local book for your most recent update. 29! 
Is that the lowest? I'm sorry. It, There's it, no way Bill Belichick, uh, you know. If Bill Belichick loses this game, we are living in a simu- simulation. It's just, is that just the lowest over-under of all time? No, get out of here. There's been lower ones than 29. Stop. All right, I'm not talking about this anymore. You picking the Jets? Yeah. All right, so let's go to the 4 o'clock games. I guess we'll fly, as I, I have just been a terrible producer all fucking podcast long as I'm just hitting wrong buttons, but it still serves the same pu- purpose. It's just a longer intro. Uh, we're going to fly down from New England to East Rutherford, New Jersey. Giants hosting the Eagles. Eagles need to win and then Dallas to lose to claim the NFC East. Spoiler alert, that's not going to happen. The Eagles are road favorites by five points. 42 is the over-under. It's going to be Tyrod Taylor under center. So poor uh, Tommy DeVito after all of the Tommy Cutlets and all the hoorah and all that shit. He is not going to start in the final game of the season, which he probably saved for Giant fans because he gave them something to fucking root for and a fun, like, three, four-week stint. But doesn't matter. It's Tyrod Taylor here in week 18. Who are you going to take here? Uh, what? God, you hate the Giants. You hate the Giants as much as I hate the Raiders. I took the Giants here. If, if, if that's what you're asking, I, I took the five. Points. No, I, t- I, t- I took, I took Philly. I Philly's gonna do whatever they can to prove to the world that they still are real. Yeah, I don't know. The Giants have just been scrappy. They've been scrappy as shit. Uh, you know, three points. I'm on the Eagles all day. Five points. I, you know, the 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 wannabe sharp in me is, you know going to go that way only because I mean but Taylor was really I mean whatever I don't know I'm just going to take the Giants five points is just too much I think they've been playing well I mean fuck it it's the last game of the year Eagles is probably the smarter pick because the Eagles are just a better team you know uh yeah I, I Eagles are 100% the the better team there isn't any question about it and they are scrappy I get it the weather's shitty dude when was the last time I was thinking about this. When was the last time the Eagles played in conditions that were, that weren't shitty? Like it's it's literally been every week they're in rain <laughs> or snow it, yeah. or I have seen a lot of their games in shit. I, and I and I almost I have this weird feeling that they're going to wind up playing in conditions that are are good and they're going to fucking smoke somebody. Oh, come well. like playoff, come like playoff time. But hey, lowest over under ever, nineteen ninety three Colts at the Patriots, twenty eight points. So oh, okay, so twenty nine is not that far off. Uh, yeah, I thought it would have been way lower, but so there, there it is, twenty eight points. So that Patriots Jets game that we referred to before, it, the line is now at twenty nine, is close to the lowest line ever, uh, at least point total. So, yeah. all right, you're on the Eagles there. I'm on the Giants. Seahawks are traveling to Arizona. The Seahawks are a three-point road favorite here. 47.5 is the over-under. Who are you picking? Nobody. Yeah, well, you got to. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Arizona. Yeah, so did I. I took Arizona with that one, too. Uh, Seahawks, I, I don't know. I'm not there... Seahawks. Uh, yeah, whatever. Me too. Yeah. Next game is in Washington. Yeah, I, I just plowed over you there. I just I, I can't talk about Seahawks. I don't care. Yeah, I, I'm. I, that that's a garbage game. Commanders are going to be hosting the Cowboys here. The Cowboys win this. They're the NFC East champions. Cowboys favored by 13 points. 46 and a half is the over under the end of the Ron Rivera era. 
So do do the players play up for Riverboat Ron and get him a win, or if not a win, at least a cover? I thought they were going to cover last week, and they 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 lost it. Yeah, I know. So did I. They just gave up. That could be I the bet, same I bet, thing. I bet, this I bet the other side, and then or no, I, I bet actually with the Commanders, and then uh, they end up. Well, no, hold on. Uh, what was uh, last week? Where? Oh, here's the sheet. Forty Niners. Uh, the Forty Niners. Yeah. So I, 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 we both picked the Forty Niners, and I thought the Forty ers were going to lose that bet because the Commanders were hanging in there, and then all of a sudden it fell apart. So does the same thing happen here this week with the Cowboys and their thirteen point spread? Yeah. Probably. Uh, I pick Washington, but I... Yeah, I, so did I. Yeah, I pick Washington, I, too. I, I, too many points. Knowing that... Yeah, it's, it's a lot of points. Cowboys on the road. I, you know, I mean, it's just 13 points with the Cowboys on the road where they don't play that well. I, that's been well-documented and talked about. So I went with the co- Commanders. Probably the worst pick of the week for both of us. So now your Raiders, who, uh, you know, they're three-point favorites at home to the Broncos. The Broncos, like I said, won last week. You picked them as well. Uh, you know, they, they sit fucking, uh, you know, Russell Wilson. Everybody loses their mind. Not to revisit that whole conversation we had about it, but whoever that ex-Packer quarterback was that said that, you know, it should be investigated and all this bullshit. And then fucking Broncos went out and won anyway. So what's the fucking, what's the big deal? You know, uh, oh, Peyton's not starting his best team. He's trying to lose. Well, he, he ended up fucking winning. So, anyway, but here they got to go on the road versus Vegas. And your Raiders, I still like their defense. That quarterback is no good. Uh, you know, Connell is, is a duty. But, I don't know. I think, he, uh, is it good he enough tries. here for three points? Uh, I mean, I picked him, yeah. I, I really don't have too much to say about the Raiders at this point other than let's see how much they love this this court this uh coach when they start losing games in a row, you know. No, I hiring Pierce would be a horrific hire. It really They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. I I would I would hope not. And no offense to Antonio Pierce, I you know, he played great for the Giants and he's done well in spot duty here. But I just you got to open it up and see what else is out there and what else you can get. Um, I just I, I don't know. I don't think Antonio Pierce is the the guy. He's still you know he's not seasoned enough. He, he still needs uh, some more years there. Not to say that he can't do it down the road. I just think it's too early. Um, but we're both on the Raiders there. Now the next game is going to be 49ers Rams. This game is going to be nothing but backups. So I don't know how you fucking handicap this. I'll take the 49ers because they're at home. I guess four and a half points is probably a lot of points for all the backups, but the Rams backups I think are worse. So Rams backups are I'm sure are worse, but I still am not gonna go bet against uh I'm not gonna bet with the 49ers. I don't think they're gonna play anybody, dude. And I think that McVeigh's at least gonna wanna stay. He's probably gonna wanna stay. Uh, semi in, but he's going to want his players not to sit out because they have to play next week. And I don't think he's going to want to sit people. I think he's going to want to want them to stay in game condition. I went back and forth. This is like, this was one of those games that you shouldn't overlook. I mean, shouldn't overanalyze. And I can't get off of it in my mind. I just keep going back and forth. Like what, what's going to happen here. I think this is going to be a great betting game. 
And this is a good money line opportunity game. Oh, jeez. That's what I think about the, the past five minutes of my life that I just lost to Rams, 49ers, all backups uh, analysis. I can't yeah. do it. I, I, I took the 49ers. You're taking the Rams. Just trying to find value. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I, I'm just busting your balls a little bit. But oh, I know. I'll tell you what. I would love to see an NFC championship game 49ers-Rams if the Rams were playing like they were the past couple of weeks. Yeah. I, I think that would be a great game. Um, yeah. Just my opinion. Anyway, uh, next one is, again, who cares? Chargers hosting the Chiefs. Chiefs are sitting people. Uh, the Chargers have been sitting people because they lost uh, fucking Herbert weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Chargers favored by three and a half here. 35 is the over-under. What do you want here? Is there, do I have to pick something? Casey. Yeah, I pick Casey, too. I just, you know. I don't know. I this I think this Games is like a, suck. I think this is a coach and a system game, right? I mean, I'm I'm taking Andy Reid and his system over the Chargers with uh, you know, a makeshift coach and, you know, a fucking backup quarterback who's fucking terrible. Uh well, he's young, so I mean, whatever. You can't say he's terrible. But anyway, so I'm picking the Chiefs there. I was surprised that the Chargers were three and a half point favorites, but uh, Vegas knows something that I do not. So, and that wraps up all of the games because we've talked about the Sunday night game already. So that brings us to where we, the, the down where we put our money, where our mouth is, and that is our gambling segment. Fourth down. So, I will kick it to you. We both have already said what our best bets are. And that is Buffalo for the two of us. Do you want to continue on with your other bets? Well, well, the super contest first. Super, yeah. So I, I got Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I do not. New Orleans. New Orleans, I do. Green Bay. Green Bay, I do as well. Philadelphia. I do not. Dallas. Also, I do not. So no, not not Dallas. Sorry, opposite of that, uh, Washington. Oh, you took Washington. Yeah, I stayed away from yeah. that game. Um, but yeah, I mean, thirteen points. It is a lot of points. So we had two games that were the same. That was New Orleans and Green Bay. My three other super contacts picks were Buffalo, which is my best bet. New England, because like I said, there's no way that fucking Belichick loses that game tomorrow. And then Las Vegas. I liked your Raiders. Home three. I think they wrap. I think their defense is good. I think they want to end on a, on a high note. And uh, you know, again, uh, you're taking the Broncos with the backup quarterback who's fine at home last week, but now you're taking them on the road. Uh, give me Las Vegas. So we come down to our bets. Where do we land at the end of the season? Will depend on what we do here. I am at fifty-two fifty for my bankroll. We both started with ten thousand. I have a thousand in long-term bets. Chris has two thousand, uh, and so I'm at fifty-two fifty. With all that said, you are at sixty-two something. Sixty-two hundred, yeah. Sixty-two hundred. So you can go first since you have the lead, and then I will follow. Sure. So I did well. First off, just to. Uh, you have Buffalo what on the we line. Talked, yeah, what we talked about last week. I bet Buffalo on the line last week, and I got two to one odds on it. So money line, 
250 to win 500. So all they got to do is win that game. I took Philly with the spread of five because I really do think that they're going to try and hammer the Giants. So I laid 100 on them to cash out two. I did a money line parlay for the one o'clock games, and I did a one o'clock uh, money line parlay for the four o'clock games. So my money line parlay for the one o'clock games is Jacksonville, Tampa, Detroit, and New Orleans. Okay, say that again. And Jacksonville, Tampa, Tampa, Detroit, Detroit, and New Orleans, and New Orleans. Okay, four team money and line that- parlay. 100 to win 530. All right. So odds aren't that good, but it's a lot of favorites. Uh, then my 4 o'clock uh, afternoon money line parlay is Green Bay, Philadelphia, Arizona, and the Rams. And because I got two underdogs there, jacked the odds a little bit. So I got 100 to win 1300. Yeah, that's going to be the Arizona and uh, I get, what's the other one? The Rams, right? Rams on the road. Yeah. San Francisco, which we just talked about. Okay. All right. So one for 1,300 there. I think Arizona is yeah. going to be the one that you're, you're going to need to come in there. Yeah, they're going to have to really play their asses off against Seattle because as bad as Seattle is, I they could easily destroy Arizona. Yeah. And then the Ram game is the other one. So, Okay. All right, and then did you throw anything else out there? Any? I didn't do my player props yet. No? Okay. Um, they usually don't kick into effect for some reason on Hard Rock until like the morning of or night before for all the defensive stuff I love to do. So I typically wait till the night before or the morning of to do my player props. Okay. All right, so, so that, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, all right. Well, so uh, I'm only going to do two bets this week. Uh, I, you know, money line would be fun to try to figure some stuff out and do like a five teams because I, you know, a lot of these teams we actually were on the same side for a bunch of them. But uh, I just did it into two. I did two. I didn't even do teasers because I th- these lines to me aren't really worth it. I mean, you're just kind of pushing them down and then taking. You know, you're making them. Everything's going to go below zero. So, I, you know, the Cowboys game, do you want to do something with that? And the Bengals, no thanks. So I just did parlays this week. I did two. I did Buffalo, New England, and Green Bay, all with the spread. So Buffalo minus two and a half. New England minus two and a half. Green Bay minus three. I took, put 100 bucks on that one. And then I took New Orleans minus three and Vegas minus three, and I put 150 on that one. So I had 250. That's now on the line, and so that brings me down to an even 5,000 to carry into the playoffs on the year. So, and that's uh, that's all I did. Not a whole lot there. I uh, I was really hoping Philadelphia came through last week because that would have been a nice extra, you know, 700 or whatever. That would have put me up to 6,000. I would have felt a little bit better about myself, but unfortunately, I don't. So, uh, you know, so be it. That's the way that the cookie crumbles sometimes. It's been a, uh, not a great year. You know, I, I don't know. Have you heard of anybody being rocking and rolling with the NFL season this year? My buddy Alex uh, had an unbelievable December. He was up like 3500 bucks. Oh, I mean, solid. But, I mean, that's really good, yeah. But uh, this outside just- of that? 
No. Yeah, I I, I got to reevaluate next week, next year, and see. You know, I, the teasers did me okay last year. Uh, you know, this year they, they didn't come in, and that kind of crushed me. The parlays were brutal for both of us. But yeah, you know, the question becomes: Do you want to go game for game, and then just try to hit more than you lose, right? And just go straight up, and then try to put more units on the ones that you know you like and feel more confident about, you know. And, and you know, does that approach? That's something that I got to consider going into next year. But uh, we still got some year this year left, so so be it. That's it. We're done. Uh, not going to vamp anymore. You guys enjoy your Sundays. Chris, enjoy sunny Florida as we are getting trounced with like 10 inches or so of snow up here in New Jersey, which will be fun to shovel tomorrow. Uh, but that's what we got going. That sucks. Yeah, well, you know, you got work, so enjoy that shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, enjoy your day, brother. Uh, to everybody else out there, Happy New Year. And all the best with all of your bets. Peace. Adi- adios. Adios.